Welcome to another episode of Amplified Marriage. We are on Season 2, Episode 5, in our final episode of our Communicate series. Welcome to another episode of Amplified Marriage. I'm Brian. I'm Natalie. Wherever you are, as you hear us say every single one of these episodes, we are so glad you could join us. But whatever you're doing, wherever you are, grab a coffee, have a seat. We are going to be having a great conversation today on our final piece of the communication style puzzle. That's right. In case you missed the last episode in our communication series, we unpacked the aggressive communicator uh, and we gave some practical ways uh, in dealing with that style. So today is the conclusion of the series and we're talking about... Dun, most, dun, yeah, this is the one we want to be talking about, assertive communication. This is, is the one. This is the healthy one. This is the one that we all want to aspire to be. That's right. And so you may have noticed, all of you listeners, that we've been gone for a couple of weeks. Um, we are in BC, and when our government locked us down again, I'm a pastor, and everything, all the plans we had for... Yeah. Christmas and all, it got a little bit extra. And so we appreciate your patience with us and your continued listening as we know people are still listening to the the podcast Mm -hmm, and sending us emails and chatting with us. So we're glad that you kept on going. So today, as we already talked about, we are moving on to the assertive communication style. That's right. We are aspiring assertive communicators. I I don't think, I don't think we've arrived 100% 100% yet. Well, after doing some study on this, I don't even really think that I'm like... Halfway there? <laughs> I feel like I feel like 50% would be a really high estimate of my abilities as an assertive communicator. Right. I think half the battle to getting to assertive communicating is, is realizing the unhealthy pattern... Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> the unhealthy patterns of the previous three. Right. And wherever you happen to land in those previous three communication styles, just know that those are unhealthy, that really, they don't engage people around you. No. People don't want to, you know, tend to be around and all that kind of stuff as you're that kind of person. That's right. Or that kind of style. I think uh, the most, the aggressive is the most damaging in the short term. Because it's right in your face, it's usually right. right up front, and it's kind of aggressive right away, whereas the other two are kind of Super underlying. manipulative. Yeah, they're a little bit more yeah. manipulative, and so the damage is there, but you may not, you may say something to me, and I'd be like, oh. Yeah. And just walk away, and 20 minutes later, we're like, that hurt. Yeah. Like, she, I can't believe she did that. Right. And don't get us wrong, like, while we were operating in those unhealthy styles, we thought we were operating healthily, yeah. if that's even a word. It's a word. We're making it a word. Okay, it's a word. Right? <laughs> but... You think that you're operating in a healthy way. Right. And so you know what you know. Yeah. And we, you hear us say this all the time. You don't know what you don't know. Yeah. So you might have found out during the series that, oh my goodness. So. I communicate unhealthy. Right. And that's our hope, I think, is that it's eye-opening if you've not realized sort of where you fall. And who knows, after today, you might fall under assertive and just... High five yourself. <laughs> yeah, give her a high five and then take that skill and teach someone else. That's right. <laughs> I do a self high five. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So um, the assertive communication style is someone who has a firm grasp of their uh, opinions, of their feelings, how oh, yeah. they are going to talk to someone. They realize that their rights and what they believe and their needs are just as important as the other person. And they're mm-hmm. not, they don't want to violate the other person's rights or no. Opinions. And I think they have a really strong sense of who they are right? and their boundaries, right? which is, I mean, we can all aspire for that. Like, yeah, they, they value themselves. Um, the time that they have, the purpose that they have, their emotional, spiritual, mm-hmm. physical needs. They, they, they know who they are. I like that. That's that's right. That's right. They know who they are yeah. and they're willing to, to. They advocate for themselves, but they also advocate for others. And yeah. so we'll, we'll kind of break this down as we go along uh, and give you some practical ways that you can do that. Right. And so like the core belief of the assertive communicator right. is that you matter and so do I. That's right. Equal. Equal. So, if you've been married for any length of time, I think you've heard us say this. There's two times in your life when you realize you're the most selfish. Right. When you first get married and you have to live with your spouse. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... When you have kids. When you have kids. Yep. And so, those are the two times you're going to realize how selfish you really are. And it is really, really challenging that when we're in a discussion, I'm wanting something and Natalie is actually diametrically opposed to whatever thing that I want to get into. She's right. opposed to it. For me, in those moments when I'm angry, when I'm frustrated, when I am uh, feel like she's pushing all my buttons to actually feel like she matters in that, or her opinion or belief of that situation matters in that moment. Mm-hmm. That makes sense? Yes. <laughs> and it's a real challenge for someone who is direct like I am and has Mm -hmm. a pattern or has had a pattern of aggressive communication to um, behave in that manner where you matter and so do I. It's hard because we want to be right. Yeah, right. Like if we're getting down to the nitty gritty of it, I don't, I want my idea to win. (laughs) Because my idea is better. Right? And so that is not the point of communicating is, is that there are two powerful people in the relationship. There are two equal powers in the relationship. There's you and there's me. And we both have that inner, uh, how do you say like inner knowing that I know who I am. I know what my values are. I know, um, what my boundaries are and, and being confident in that I can then accept what you have to say as well and not feel threatened by it. That's fair. So aggressive communicators, the way that they communicate, oftentimes it's going to, they're going to state the needs. No, the assertive communicator, let's clarify, not aggressive. What did I, did I say? Aggressive? <laughs> Man, again, I'm just being aggressive. Yeah. Um, we're an assertive for those of you. So the assertive communicator <laughs> will state their needs and their wants clearly, appropriately and respectfully to the other person. Absolutely. Like that is the, the groundwork of communicating assertively is that your tone is everything. Right. Right? Like how you and I are speaking right now. Uh, I, we're wish, calm. I wish I could tell you that that's how our arguments are, is right now how we're talking to each other in this moment, in this community. No. Is exactly how our fights. Well, then we wouldn't be fighting. We'd be discussing. There's a difference. There's I'm just, a huge I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He's <laughs> cheeky tonight. He's yeah. cheeky. 
Um, assertive communicators express their feelings clearly, appropriately, respectfully. Yeah. They use things like I statements. They communicate respect for others. And yeah, can we just talk about that I statement? Um, <laughs> I feel statements. Oh boy! But I struggle with those. If if you say I feel like you're acting like a jerk, that's not an assertive way of communicating. That's that's stating an opinion, and that's a judgmental statement because you can take out the I feel with I think. Yeah. I think you're a jerk. Yeah. And so I think a, a well, caution when using I statements is making sure that it's like, hey, I feel scared when you do that. Yeah, yeah. Or I feel scared when, and then whatever the event is, or I feel um, sad instead of saying, I feel like you are this. Yeah, yeah. So you're not, when you say, I feel like you... You're saying I feel. You're saying an I statement, but <laughs> instead of uh, naming, hey, I feel sad in this. Yeah. You're actually um, stating the opinion about what I'm doing. That's so, right. I feel like you are being a jerk. You're not stating the the emotion of me no, being a jerk. You're I'm stating the opinion my... of I think you're a jerk. Okay. <laughs> but but do but you not... see? Do you see how that how that can? I think you're a jerk. I feel like you're a jerk. Yeah. Yeah. Right. How. It seems less, but you're saying the same thing. Well, and the thing about an assertive communicator, not an aggressive communicator, assertive, is that assertive communicator will take accountability and responsibility for their actions, their thoughts, their emotions, how they respond, how they talk, how they they receive, um, how I receive your anger and how I respond to you is my responsibility, not yours. That's right. Right. And so if we can go with that, the core belief is that you matter and so do I. That means that I'm taking accountability for my actions in moving forward and I'm not blaming you when you say something and I'm responding to you in anger Mm -hmm. or bitterness or frustration or yelling, I'm responsible for my actions. Absolutely. Right. And I think then you can communicate respectfully with each other. Yeah. And you listen well. Without. An assertive communicator is a good listener. That's right. They don't interrupt. (laughs) Right. And what's the, the, there's a. And we've all been in those conversations. Right. Just like you interrupted right there. Is is that what happened there? Listen well. Did you see? We've all been, yes, we've all been in those conversations where (laughs) you're, you're really having a a moment and you can, like, like the other person's tuned out. Oh yeah, right. Because they're they're thinking of how they're going to respond. Well, and that brings me to what I was going to say: is it you listen with the intent to respond, mm-hmm. not with the intent to understand. That's right. So you listen well without interrupting. You feel in control of yourself. Again, that comes back to the accountability of who you yeah. are and your and actions. knowing and being confident in yourself and right. being able to assert yourself, um, author like authoritatively, not yeah. in an aggressive way, but just hey, I know who I am. Right. Um, and I know what I'm willing to tolerate yeah. and what I'm not willing to tolerate. Well, and it comes back to, to this thing. It says make good eye contact. Yeah. If we read back or even go back to some of the study that we've done for passive, passive, um, aggressive, aggressive yeah. and aggressive communicators, uh, aggressive aside from aggressive, aggressive will look you in the eyes, but they're using it to try and intimidate you and yeah, yeah. kind of lower your guard. A passive will not look well, you in the They struggle to look yeah. you in the eyes. A passive, aggressive or a passive communicator struggle to look you in the eyes. They won't make eye contact. Mm-hmm. It's really, really a, a challenge. So they look, well, an assertive communicator will look you in the eye. They'll speak in calm and a clear tone of voice. Yeah. Right. And, and we're going to communicate even keel. That's right, because you're on an equal playing field. Right. Right? There's not one that's um, higher up. Right. You know, in the relationship, you're both 
You mean me? I mean, <laughs> you're both uh, side by side. And I think having relaxed body posture, and you can tell if somebody's got their defenses up, or you can tell if you're having a conversation with somebody and they're really like. I can definitely tell when I've. Uh, I'm sure if you've ruffled my feathers. Well, even what was it this morning? Like what? everything, we were having a fun morning, joking and laughing. I said, there's a winter. Uh, advisory and we have a thing that we have to do tomorrow night and you immediately you don't like driving on any of those roads and instead of just being like well you know i understand what you're feeling i feel like you don't know what you know i mean but you know what i mean like you're talking about how you responded to yeah me. i didn't respond yeah, you to just you. kind of bulldozed i bulldozed i t-rexed her and yeah. she and immediately went into a um i'm gonna punch you in the face uh posture and anger and then stomped out of the room angrily and I apologized immediately, which is another thing. Even though you've apologized, doesn't mean that what you did has any less sting. No. And you need to give the other person space. That's right. And I appreciate that about you now. That <laughs> <laughs> you could just give me space. Well, because it used to be that I would just badger you. Even though I knew I mm-hmm. was the meatball that did the wrong thing, I, want, I was in such a headspace to be aggressive. I'm like, I need you to tell me. Right. Mostly because I wanted to respond yeah. with the intent to reply, not to to understand anything. I didn't That's care right. about understanding. I just wanted to make my point known. So bottom line, we messed up an opportunity to be assertive <laughs> this morning is what we're getting at. So um, we're still learning. On the date before this, this recording yeah. goes live, this we, is what happened. Exactly. Right? So, um, so don't don't beat yourself up, right? We're still, we're on a journey. Right. To this communication style. Do you want to go through some of the other points? Yeah. We feel competent and in control. There's nothing worse than having a conversation and feeling a totally out of control emotionally. Um, even that your boundaries are not being right. respected yeah. uh, can feel really awful. So be mindful of that for those of you that aren't operating in that state. They don't allow others to abuse or manipulate them because they stand up for their rights. And I think that right there, you've heard us say like, you know, we're not doormats or that kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. And I think an assertive person knows full well their rights, their needs, their wants, yeah. their emotional state, uh, and they're able to communicate that clearly and really pick up on when someone's abusing or manipulating them in one of the other styles. Right. Um, that that's not okay. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so what would be the benefit of developing a pattern of assertive communication? Well, think about all the times that you've disagreed, even with someone that you're close with, not me, someone else. Yeah. If you think about how culture exists now and the world that we're living in, where it's pro-choice or pro-life or it's conservative versus liberals, we can't actually have discussion anymore. Right. So what we're advocating for as like a marriage is we're advocating for you can disagree and still come away being friends and being lovers and being husband and wife. But what I'm trying to say is that because of everything that's going on and how easy it is for to us to to argue and just move apart from each other yeah. there's no connection right. when you're actually fighting but not not 
not engaging in communication, not engaging in discourse, not trying to figure out the problem, not right. trying to... Like in an unhealthy way. In an unhealthy way. You're not trying to do that. But if you're working on being an assertive communicator, the, the one of the biggest things that you get out of it is you get to feel connected to the other person because you've worked through an issue. That's right. Right? You're, you feel like you're connected. You feel like you're in control. Like you, That's right. You want the other person to feel also like they're in control. And they do because, again, of that, you're on level playing fields. Right. I'm a powerhouse, you're a powerhouse, and we have values and needs and wants and emotions and thoughts that are valued. Right. And so, because I value myself and I value those things within myself, I can value those right. things within you. And if you are both working on doing your best to be an assertive mm-hmm. communicator, like all that's happened in our relationship over the last... 20 years plus that we've been together yeah. is that we've grown so much, but you grow and mature in the relationship yeah. with each other. That's right. And you, you learn to shed uh, unwanted or unnecessary or unhealthy communication styles. That's right. To be better and grow and mature. That's right. And, and addressing them yeah. helps you right. do that. Yeah. And yeah, addressing them and actually facing them head on That's right. actually makes a difference, right? Yeah. So you create a, a, an environment where you're, you're giving the other person, mm-hmm. whether or not it's your spouse, it's your best friend, it's someone at work, yeah. the ability to grow and be mature in the relationship. That's right. right? I love that. And so the way that we, we see in some of our study has yielded is that the assertive communicator will say or believe or behave in a way that says yeah. we are equal in this, we're entitled to our own opinions, we're mm-hmm. entitled to, to what we believe, and we can do that respectfully with each other. That's right. And that's in the, the marriage relationship in particular. Absolutely. And it's not like we communicate not, not to come to like an agreement. Not all the time. Right? We communicate to come to an understanding. Right. Right? It's not like, well, I I will beat this issue to death until you agree with my point of view. Right. Um, That's not the end goal. The end goal is to come to an understanding. Like, I matter and so do you. My thoughts matter and so do yours. Yeah. Right? And you're coming to, depending on what the, whatever the The decision is. is, Yeah. Well, and, And you're not often, I can't even remember... Any time in 19 years, and maybe it's just of being married, that we've we've had a big decision we've had to make where at the end of it, we still disagreed, but we still went ahead with one thing or the other. You're saying you can't think can't of a time? I can't remember. I can't remember a time either. Except for maybe when I was starting the two businesses. Okay, but that's that's different, I feel, because that was like, all right, I I agreed with the startup of the bill, the business. Um I didn't necessarily agree who it was with. Right. But we still went ahead with it and yeah. even though there wasn't a complete and it's not that you, you did yeah, let's start the business but you didn't really agree with maybe who it was doing it with yeah. but you were willing to move forward with it. That's right. And that's where the agreement came into place. I don't like the end goal was yeah. here. There's a few things in between that. And you understood like I I vocalized yeah, my yeah, concerns. Yeah. And then at the end um when it sort of fizzled out, uh, there wasn't a blaming. Well, you know, you could have told me, right. And there wasn't on my end going to you and saying like, well, this is your fault because you know, you, I, I shared a concern and you just went ahead and did it. Do you know what I mean? It was like, we're in this together. We're in the decision together. And if it, if it falls flat, 
we're still in it together. Yeah, for sure. Right? So yeah. I'm a firm believer in that on, on big decisions because it's such a, such a sneaky way for that to cause a huge riff. Yeah. I mean, I think had I vocalized and had really big concerns, I don't, I think you would have respected that. Yeah. I think, yeah, absolutely. I would have. And so, uh, the assertive communicator, um, they behave again, believe in a way that says, um, they're, we're both agree and to express our opinions respectfully. They speak clearly, honestly, to the point, uh, I can't control others. This is my favorite. I love this. I can't control others, but I can control myself. Yeah. We've said it. I don't even know how many times now of you are responsible for you. I am not responsible for your thoughts and your behaviors. You're right. responsible for that. And right. I think it takes some pressure off. Well, or it adds a layer of pressure. Here, follow, so. follow my thought. Many times when we've been coaching couples, one or both, at some point in the relationship, say, I'm doing all this changing, but the other person isn't. Mm. And they're not changing fast enough. Or I did this and they didn't recognize it. Right. Uh, oftentimes when we're coaching couples, it's not because they're, they came to us in the first year of marriage like, hey, we want, we want to be, you know, we want to be a healthy marriage and we want to make sure things are going good. And right. They're coming to us because they've been together for 5, 10, 15, 20 years and they're just like, we got to work some stuff out. Mm-hmm. We're struggling to communicate. And so there's layer upon layer upon layer upon layer of compounded wounds yeah. that couples have done to each other over the last 20 years, 15 years, whatever the time may be. Right. And we have to sometimes unwind. And then when the changes don't happen fast enough, one or both are almost willing to throw in the towel because it oh, didn't I go see. in their timeline of how That's something right. should have been changed. But that still doesn't deflect from that statement of I can't control others. Right. But I can control myself. And when you're in the thick of trying everything under yeah. the sun to get the behavior to change or to get there to be some kind of progress that you can visibly see. Yeah. Um, it's really it's a really hard shift to be like I can't control the other person. Nothing I do, yeah. whether I'm still I'm subliminally sending these messages or I'm manipulating the the way that we're talking to get an outcome that I desire. Bottom line, I cannot control you. Right. I am I can only control myself. I can control what I say, how I say it, what my thoughts are, what my boundaries are. Um and and I can't I can't And you can vocalize I can vocalize that, but yeah. I can't control you with that, if that makes sense. Right. And I think a lot of people that are in, in that area, it's, and maybe you're tough. listening today, you're in that area where you're trying to control the other person because you did good. Right. You and know. then manipulate. Cause again, this is a, this is a vicious cycle yeah. of, okay, I was good for one day. Okay. But that, that like, I think I've said to you, I'm, I'm positive. I've said to you, like, do you want an award for that? You went, you were good for this one day. You said gold star. And, do you want a gold star? Yeah. Do you want a gold star? Do you want a sticker? Like really that just erases the 18 years prior to this. Yeah. These were the kinds of conversations that we had. Right. Um, because we could not figure out a healthy way of talking to each other about that and bringing up those issues and those hurts in a, in a respectful way. Right. Yeah, Absolutely. And so, an assertive again, I place a high priority on having my rights respected. And and 
I think we've even had conversations with family members, even, and, and I think you've said to me, you said, Brian, if you can't talk to me properly, we're not going to have this conversation because there's been a few times where I've just been so like irritated, frustrated oh, yeah. or yep. angry that I just was, I wasn't, I'm, I'm never really personal with like, I'm calling you names or I'm poking at no. you, but I get really heated and you don't like that. No, you get, you, you yell yeah. like loudly. I know you say that you're passionate. <laughs> <But> <laughs> I talk loudly because I'm passionate. That's right, but mm, I don't think that I'm yelling. But you just talk really loudly. Um, I think you're yelling. <laughs> I feel as though it's yelling. I feel as though you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I have said that. Okay. Of yeah, absolutely, absolutely, like, you I'm have. willing to have this conversation when you're after chill. you lower your voice. Yeah. Because I was, but I was, I was getting ready to do this to go next level. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, I, and I think again, knowing, knowing myself now, I can choose not to engage in that. Right. right? Absolutely. The choice is mine. I have choices and I can weigh my options. Right. Um, and the, one of the things that we said, I'm a hundred percent responsible for your own happiness. It's not up to your spouse to make you happy. No, and that's another tough pill to swallow for for a lot of our years of of trying to find that in you, right? Like that, com- like you complete me. Oh, give me a break, Jeremy right? Like <laughs> stupid movie. Um, it's it's really damaging. How many movies and rom coms are out there that have steered young couples uh, awry on their journey into love and relationships? Oh, too many. I because the rom coms are so unrealistic. Right. In every facet. <laughs> right. And yeah, even yeah. when they try and make it seem like it's realistic, they just, they blow it. That's right. And I think if you're in a place of woundedness, yeah. then you will watch something like that and you will then think. That's what I want. You, you want that because right. we all want to be known and we all want to be loved. Right. And so then you can deflect on and project onto your spouse. Like, why can't you be like that? Well, and what is it? Um, Hurt people, hurt people, mm-hmm. right? And so, yeah. so I am responsible for my own happiness. So, uh, being an assertive communicator allows us to take care of ourselves uh, and yeah. is good mental health, and it brings healthy relationships where you feel connected and you feel loved. What's something that we we say we've said before? Maybe not on the podcast, but we said this before. Um, we. People want to be fully known and yeah, fully loved. That's right. And fully known, they know that everything about you, fully loved means even in your deepest, darkest secrets, they still love you, but they know you. They know it and they still love you. Mm-hmm. And so people, and so in, in your marriage relationship, that's the closest, at least I'm hoping yeah. that is one of the closest relationships that you have, like human relationships you have, if you're married, that that's the closest one that you have because right. that's the one that's going to be cheering you on, wanting the best for you, moving your life forward with you. Yeah. You're doing everything together, decisions together, living life together, raising kids together, all of that. That should be the, one of the closest relationships you have. Not Absolutely. you're married and it's your best guy friend. No. And your wife doesn't know what's going on. Your yeah. husband has no idea what's going on. That's so good. So what did you, you wanted to, to share something? I just something. wanted to end with, um, throughout this whole series, we've been referencing Danny Silk's book, Keep Your Love On. If you uh, do not have the book, I highly recommend you buy it. Right. Um, 
he, I just wanted to read a little excerpt from his book, which I think just sums it up beautifully. So we had talked about the core belief of a assertive communicator is that you matter and so do I. It says, this is the core value of honor and mutual respect. This is the value assertive communicators protect as they interact with others. And I think that is so, that's a gold nugget right there. A powerful assertive communicator responds to a passive person with, what are you going to do about it? Because remember, the passive one doesn't have any needs, have any rights, doesn't have like, I just, Eeyore is a passive communicator, right? (laughs) Like, boo-hoo. Woe is me. Right? I am a recovering passive communicator. Uh, An assertive communicator will respond to an aggressive person with, I can only talk with you when you decide to be respectful. Right. Again, right, in a in a calm way. They respond to a passive-aggressive person with, we can talk later when you choose to be responsible and tell me what is really going on. Because remember, they, can, they kind of dance around the issues, yeah. right, and manipulate their way. In other words, uh, assertive communicators are able to set consistent boundaries around a conversation so that it stays respectful, and they require both participants to equally participate in pursuing the goal of the conversation. I thought that was so good. That's really good. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Well, this uh, ends our five-week series on communicate, mm-hmm. the four different communication styles. If you're listening to this podcast, you can't ever use that excuse. Oh, I didn't know. You've learned some new things. That's right. Some new skills. Some new skills. Take this back to yeah. your spouse, your boyfriend, your girlfriend. Yeah. Got some tools in the toolbox. And, get, and just use them to help grow and mature your relationship and begin your relationship with a good pattern or start in your relationship that you've been married for 20 years with some new patterns yeah, because the old ones weren't working and cause you frustration. Mm-hmm. And if you, those of you that are communicating well, that's amazing. Go find someone to help that needs. That's if right. you, everyone knows someone that needs a little bit of help. Yeah. Uh, maybe just learning how to communicate a little bit differently. And so we really, uh, we're glad that we were able to share this with you. If you have been enjoying this podcast and we sure know that you have been, it means a lot to us when you share it, let people know about the Amplified Marriage mm-hmm. Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and on Facebook. If there is, we say this all the time and we've been getting a few of these topics slowly coming in. If there's something you want us to share, there's something that you want us to talk about, there's yeah. something you want us to break up, something that we said that you disagree with, we'd love to be able to hear That's from right. you and communicate it. You can email us at amplifiedmarriage at gmail.com. And as you hear us say all the time, we believe that marriage can be reset, refreshed, recharged, and restored. Thank you so much for listening. We want to wish you a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.